Party like a cancer house party because a cancer house party needs to be socially distanced and only with members of your own household. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Don't touch me. All right. Well, it's uh, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I thought we were in the middle before, but it turns out uh, we were nowhere close to being in the middle. Uh, luckily, there are some, you know, some good news on the vaccine front. Um, I'm very, very, very excited about that. Although, you know, I'll be one of those people that gets it right away because, you know, <coughs> sick, dying, cancer. And then they'll find out like six months later, like, oh my God, <laughs> this one makes your eyeballs pop out. <laughs> You're going to gain 400 pounds. Sorry, it's a side effect. <laughs> At least you don't have the Rona. <sighs> anyway, uh, what a weird fucking season. What a weird season to already be sick and be terrified. Um, and it's kind of because it's gone on so long. You know, we've been in our house anyway, quarantined since Christmas of last year, you know, because that's when mama got sick. <laughs> so we've been, you know, we've been living this quarantine life. And it's crazy because I find myself being a little a little fast and loose with the rules. I mean, compared to normal people, it's, you know, I fucking live in a test tube. Like, I'm putting a hazmat suit head to toe, uh, spraying Lysol in people's faces as I walk around. I mean, that's a slight uh, exaggeration, uh, very slight, um, super low-key exaggeration, low-key. Um, but, you know, I find even my brain, like, starts to work against me, and, you know, I've done a few things, like, you know, obviously super masked up, but go to the grocery store with my husband, you know, midday in the middle of the week, uh, things like that that I never would have done, you know, a year ago, and it's like you get really stir-crazy, um, just like I was really champing at the bit to, you know, go back to work a day a week, um, I talked to my doctor. My doctor is awesome. Dr. Wong is amazing, but he's a little bit of a, you know, a, an oncology robot. And I get that. I'm sure that that is, uh, you know, a bonus uh, for his line of work because, you know, so many of his patients die. <laughs> like, don't get attached. Like, we're fucking goldfish. Like, don't get too attached to us because, bye. <laughs> we wear black all the time. Um... So anyway, I asked him about maybe going back to work one day a week um, because that's really all I can do. Like I know I, oh, I do this and I do this, but you know, I do have to let everybody know that it's not the same as before. And there's probably about half of the month, two weeks out of every month where I just can't fucking do it. You know, I've got like one white blood cell and like he's fucking drunk. He's, <laughs> he's shooting up smack in the fucking bathroom. He's not any, he's not held to anybody. So, you know, I was feeling like real, like I need to do something. And I do like have that feeling, you know, I do want to do something because like, fuck, like I'm not dead. And that's, you know, that's like a real, I don't think I've ever been grateful before. Like not really, not um, because every, you know, it's like I've never been faced with anything like this, you know, like, um, like when I had somebody super close to me die, like a best friend slash boyfriend and, um, I was engaged to him for a while, uh, and when he died, I 
got to a point, you know, after like the fucking misery, I got to a point where I could be like grateful for having like known him, you know, like grateful to have had him in my life and to be able to like reflect, you know, on the time that we had together and like be so grateful that I would know like how he would react to situations and I can still chuckle at the way he would react to things it's it's kind of a weird thing when you know somebody that well and I'm sure all of you have had tragedies in your life and so you know that was my first taste of really being like grateful for something whilst in the middle of something so sad you know it's like wow I'm so happy that I had known him and that we were so close and that we had you know five years together and you know whatever but this like that was just like an exercise (laughs) and this is like I'm just so grateful to like wake up and to not be in, you know, abject misery and to not have to pop oxycodone to get through my day because in the beginning that's how it was, you know, and I know we've talked a lot about that and it's just, it's so much, you know, that, that I really am at a place where I'm like so grateful to, you know, be alive and so grateful, you know, to be in a happy marriage because, you know, when you look at all these fucking blogs, you see like a total trend is that fucking people break up in like with catastrophic illness, like husbands leave their wives. It's not usually the other way around. Uh, I'm not going to (laughs) talk about how we're the superior sex because if your eyes are open and you've been awake, like, you know, like, oh, because women will take care of an ailing, an ailing spouse, you know? Um, you know, so I'm so lucky to have, you know, you just start, you realize how lucky you are for so many things that you just took for granted. Uh, so of course, as I start to get stronger and feel like I can do something, you know, do I need to be on disability? Of course, like this is, it's a totally different animal, but you know, I want to go back to work like one day a week. So I asked Dr. Wong and he was like, well, yeah, some people with stage four breast cancer go, do go back to work. And that was his answer. And I thought, okay. And he said, but let me get you in touch with a social worker to start setting up your social security disability. Um, And I was like, well, do you think I'm going to get it? And he like kind of like, like didn't chuckle because he doesn't do that. But he took like a moment to be like, well, you know, April, I know you're feeling okay, but you know, at the heart of it, like you are, you know, basically like you're really sick and like you have, you know, and he did the whole, like the big long description of what I have, you know, you have stage four breast cancer or metastatic to the liver and bones. And, you know, it was kind of like, okay. So he got me in touch with a social worker to help me figure out how to do social security disability. And I told her, yeah, because I kind of want to go back to work. And she was just like, do you have to go back to work? And I said, you know, no, you know, we're, you know, we're, and she was the one who kind of was like, you know, a little bit like, eh, maybe not right now. (laughs) Maybe this isn't the climate to do it. Um, Because, you know, once this vaccine comes out, I mean, I'm still going to have to wear a mask and all that. Like, but once it's like proven safe, you know, I'll be in the first round of people that get it because like, you know, (laughs) excuse me, sick, front of the line, my friend's up there. (laughs) Excuse me, pardon me, (laughs) dying. Um, so, you know, I'm really excited for that. And I just have to be a little patient because this is not the time to like be fast and loose with fucking the pandemic. You know, it just, I know we've all been like in our houses for so long and it's so hard to not like want to go out there and like fucking make merry, man. This is the fucking season and, you know, have a blast and, you know, do all kinds of, you know, I don't know, do all kinds of Christmassy fucking shit. Like, 
Of course. Um, and that like kind of segues very nicely, although you're not really, you really probably shouldn't announce your segues if you want them to be seamless. Seg you! Uh, you shouldn't announce your segues, but I'm going to. And uh, we're taking back Christmas this year. Um, ever since I moved out of my parents' house a million and a half fucking years ago, like how many, 25, 26 years ago, um, I've never really had like a Christmas tree because I've always thought it was kind of frivolous and stupid. And I've always been like, why would I take like a live tree and just like kill it? <laughs> Which I'm not going to eat it. So like, why would I kill something that's alive? Um, that's, I still actually kind of believe that, but you know, Scott's been kind of pushing for a Christmas and I've got to say, like, we have to like drown out the fucking awfulness of last Christmas. Uh, and so I'm kind of excited. Like we've decided to get each other gifts, which is like an insane thing. Like we never, uh, get each other gifts because, you know, like we're old, <laughs> like we're middle aged. And so like, if you want something, you just get it. Um, pretty much or you say oh I'll get it next whatever you you know you budget or whatever you have to do whatever grown-up fucking shit that I've heard about that I don't actually know how to practice you do that you get the things that you want and so you don't fucking like you know who cares but this year we've kind of decided to like say fuck that and like actually like celebrate Christmas and Scott's gonna make Thanksgiving which we never do because turkey is fucking lame I'll be the one to say it it's so fucking lame but you know my husband's pretty talented um, in the kitchen which is why I'll never be like a size four or six again and you know fuck so we're gonna have a beautiful like Thanksgiving spread uh, it's just I'm really excited and I've kind of picked out his little Christmassy things I would tell you guys what it is but I make him listen to my podcast so um, like he can't hear, but know that it's like you're really thoughtful and it's just kind of exciting, you guys, uh, to like actually, you know, ding, ding, a ling, 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 a ling, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Like, I'm excited. I'm going to move the couch, put the tree in the fucking window, lights, you know, Christmas, man. I'm going to fucking make eggnog or some shit. I mean, not like real eggnog because, you know, I can't have fucking raw eggs and I certainly can't do dairy. So some fucking sad, anemic version of eggnog that I'll tell myself, no, this is really good as I like, you know, am crying inside. But grateful that I can even taste fucking, you know, D-list fucking eggnog because like, you know, I'm not like in a jar on a fucking shelf. So, you know, thankful, grateful perfect. Like I've got a million things to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. So we're going to fucking do it. I've got a million things to like be grateful for, for Christmas. Uh, and I'm so excited to like see Scott's face when he opens up fucking presents that I've like thought about and like cultivated. And like, I already have like all my little getting my little ducks in order. Like there's already a, uh, you know, a moratorium on just opening up gifts that come to the door or boxes that come to the door. You know, things are Things are starting <laughs> to come together and I'm I'm just so excited about it. And I hope that you are too, you know, like I hope that this is like time for you to, you know, fuck, like we're not dead guys, like cancer or no cancer, like it doesn't fucking matter. People die of fucking shit all the time, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's literally what we all do eventually. Like it's not like, oh, this portion of the population, no, a hundred percent of us like are going to check out at some point. And I, you know, I just want to prolong, I just want to push that off. I want to procrastinate on that for as long as I fucking can, you know, and I, I encourage you to do the same. 
Um, now, like, 74 episodes ago, I was talking about, like, how, okay, this girl gets cancer, and then the Grim Reaper, Grim Repair, <laughs> is, like, whatever. So, he follows her home, or he comes home, like, they, you know, they make a deal or whatever, and so, like, so she's, like, she's gonna be single, obviously, because you can't have, like, you know, can't, she can't be married and have, like, the Grim Reaper, like, start dating the Grim Reaper, kind of. That would be, you wouldn't like her. It would not be a good protagonist, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Um, no, so basically she's like dating, she starts feeling well and she's dating again and, um, but she's dating in like cancer circles because like she doesn't want to, uh, date some, you know, she doesn't want anybody to take this on that's not already taking it on. I'm sure she'll have some real like philosophical and like deep reasoning, but you know, I'm not a writer, I'm just an ideas person, so if you guys could write this up, that'd be great, thanks! So what she is going to like be dating and then all of her dates are gonna like die because Grim Repair's just like that. He's just like that, you guys. He's the Grim Reaper. Like he's a kind of a god, right? I mean I guess you kinda give him god status or he works for right? Because like the Grim Reaper probably like it comes from like Charon, right? The guy who like rode you across the like river sticks. Right? Like, I'm thinking in my brain right now to Clash of the Titans, not the new one, because that was, you know, fine. It was a fine movie, I guess. But, you know, the old one with, like, Harry Hamlin and, like, some panties running around. And that weird, like, creature guy with the scorpion blood. Fucking amazing. All right? So, uh, with Bibu, I wish I could make the little Bibu owl noises right now. And I, you know, whatever. But, uh, so, God, I really got sidetracked right there. So anyway, so like, he's gotta, he's, he's gotta have like God status, right? So, you know, can you imagine like anytime a God like comes down and tries to like act mortal, like it's like if a celebrity were to like wear a hoodie and like a disguise and like, you know, eventually the fact that they're, you know, a fucking pampered bullshit person is going to come out. And like, so she's got to teach Graham repair how not to be a total fucking asshole too. So anyway, the first season, I mean, he's going to kill some of her boyfriends. I mean, he's the fucking Grim Reaper. You know, he, there's got to be some, you know, I don't think I want it where like if he touches things, they just die because, you know, that's a lot of dead pets and a lot of, you know, and that's, that's sad. We got to keep this, we got to keep this moving. This has got to be a comedy somehow. Um, yeah, but I'm really kind of, that would be exciting. Like, how would she dress? Like, I could dress her like me. But, like, I don't know if they need another, like, little weird, like, 90s clown <laughs> running around. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. I don't, uh, I'm going to post, once we get our Christmas tree up, I'm going to post uh, a picture of these overalls that I just ordered. Like, that's going to be, like, in front of that. And I think that's going to be my Christmas card. That's another thing. If you guys want, uh, if anybody wants, like, a Christmas card please, uh, or if you have any comments or if you just want to say hi, like, please email me at cancerhouse1976 at gmail.com. Um, I look forward to, uh, anything that I receive and, you know, it just makes me feel, uh, popular and listened to. And, you know, that's, that's all that's really important in this world, right? <laughs> Gram repair would fucking kill me in a fucking heartbeat just so that I would shut the fuck up. Uh, but that being said, you know, this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I love you so much. Bye. Oh, my God, you guys. It's cancerhouse76 at gmail.com. I can't fucking get it right. <laughs> oh, my God.
my God, the level of unprofessionalness of this fucking podcast is just fucking astounding. Anyway, love you. <laughs> cancer House. That's Cancer House 76 at gmail fucking dot com. I, no, don't put the F word in there. Cancer House, one word, 76, attached to that at gmail dot com. One day, one day I'll fucking remember it. Oh my God. All right. Bye.